What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 41 of the Sports Show with Ben and Dylan. We are here today on Tuesday to give you guys uh, some NFL recaps uh, from what we think were this weekend's best games. Um, or most interesting. Mm-hmm, as well as give some brief Masters picks uh, as that tournament starts uh, two days from now on Thursday. Um, and we'll run through Sunday. So we will get into all of that in more in just a second. But first, as always, a word from our sponsor. This episode, as are all episodes of the Sports Show with Ben and Dylan, are brought to you by Garden Greens. Garden Greens is the best lawn care service. You need whatever you need around your yard. Garden Greens can help you. Garden Greens helping your garden stay clean. Uh, yeah. Thanks to Garden Greens for sponsoring this episode. Rock. We can start it off with our Masters picks. Now, we have prepared today a winner and a runner-up. Uh, should we start with the runner-up? Yeah. Uh, so, my runner-up, I'm going with Dustin Johnson this week. He's been playing some really good golf as of late. Uh, had that dominating performance uh, back in August where he basically won by like the second or third highest margin in a PGA tournament of all time. So, uh, and has continued uh, his winning ways, uh, basically up until this point in the season. Uh, I think he comes runner-up this week. Um, he is the second highest favorite with Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, with Bryson DeChambeau leading the pack. Um, so, yeah, uh, I got Dustin Johnson as runner-up this week. What about you? Uh, yeah, I think that is reasonable. Now, DJ is way too obvious for my liking, so he will not be included. Although, DeChambeau is the favorite, he could um, be named, but I'm not going to. For my runner-up, I'm going to go with the guy who has had some solid performances this year, John Rom. I like that. I like it a lot, actually. Um, let's move on to our winners. Uh, who you got winning this week? So, the winner, uh, I, I wouldn't say it's an out-of-nowhere pick, considering Tiger won it last year, uh, but it's not an obvious pick. I think Xander Shoffley will be your 20, I guess it's considered 2020 Masters champion. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's the most obvious, but he has had a solid year, and I think he will win this Masters. Yeah, um, like you said, he's had a good year, has been in contention quite a bit throughout the PGA Tour season. For my winner this week, I'm going with a pretty bold prediction, actually. I'm going with Colin Morikawa. Now, although this is his first Masters in his in his young PGA Tour career, uh, he has been playing some great golf as of late, and uh, as we've seen in the past, that is basically, that, that is, that and experience are really the two keys uh, to, to winning the Masters. You need to come off you know, big rounds and, and have been playing well, and then you uh, you, you kind of need the experience uh, to be able to play on the biggest stage in United States golf, British Open, might be bigger on a global scale. Uh, but, so, uh, those are our picks for this weekend. Uh, or for, yeah, for this weekend, uh, at this Masters, should be a good one, uh, first Masters ever in the fall, uh, at Augusta National, 
in Georgia. So yeah, so that wraps that up. Uh, and now we will move on to our NFL recap games for this weekend. Also, on an interesting side note, College Game Day, the infamous college football show, uh, ran by Lee Corso, Kirk Herbstreit, and others will be filming at uh, the Masters this weekend. I'm not sure, and there has not been word if there is an like an official college football game sort of sponsoring it, like there is most weekends, but just wanted to put that out there for any college football fans listening. Uh, we can move on, though, to the NFL recaps. We had some good games this weekend, some blowouts. We have one blowout that we will be talking about today just because of its Im- impact on the rest of the league. Actually, two sort of. Uh, but we can start it off with our favorite team, the New York Giants, and they keep putting the football team, no, they keep beating the football team, which is putting them in positions, or it continues to put them in positions where if they get somewhat, not like hot, but they can win a few games, they have an opportunity to win this division, mm-hmm. but that would all start uh, this next week or this coming off the week with a win against the division-leading Philadelphia Eagles. It would put them only a game back. The Cowboys, even indicated by um, Sunday's performance, which we will get to later, they are not in contention. And the football team, with the sweep, uh, or with us sweeping them, they're probably not in that deep of the conversation either. Uh, but we can start it off. Like, what did you think about this game uh, on Sunday? So... It was a good game. Uh, I wish the Giants could play the Washington football team every week, as it seems that they are the only team that they can actually execute down the stretch against, although they had a relatively big lead and, and kind almost gave it all back, only winning 23-20. to 20. Uh, It was an interesting game. Good win for the Giants. Uh, Terrific defensive play as they forced five turnovers. Not that the Washington football team necessarily has an elite offense by any measure, uh, but still nonetheless, uh, a good game for the Giants. Uh, yeah, so what's interesting here, or Joe Judge, I, he, he has a real uh, sort of... I, I like Joe Judge's attitude. He might not be the greatest football coach judging by the 2-7 and seven record, but he seems like a, a potentially tough, better coach than Pat Shermer and Ben McAdoo. Uh, but as for the game, uh, one of the more interesting plays was when uh, Antonio Gibson received the ball. He fumbled, attempted to pick it up. Uh, then Giants players and football team players, basically everyone on the field, also attempted to pick it up. And it ended in a Jabril Peppers fumble recovery. Uh Peppers also got a pick along with Logan Ryan. They both got picks of Alex Smith. Down the stretch, the Giants uh, injured their second NFC East foes quarterback of the year uh, with Kyle Allen going down with a potentially season-ending injury. Uh, Yeah, who would be your player of the game? So... uh, I think I I would give it to the entire defense. Um... I think uh, I mean, this defense played terrific. Forcing five, I mean, anytime he forced five turnovers, that's great. Um, specifically, I'd probably give it to either Peppers or Logan Ryan, as they both had forced turnovers. Logan Ryan with the game clincher, as it 
looked like the Giants were going to continue their ways and blow another lead there for a quick second. But um, I, I think... I think I would probably give it to one of those two. Uh, I think I would probably lean it towards Ryan, uh, just because he had, he clinched the game and, and put the game away for there. Yeah, I think it's a bit of a... I, I guess I'd give it to Peppers. Uh, he stepped up. Uh, Wayne Goldman actually had a solid game. Uh, he scored a touchdown. It wasn't... Like, no one I look at them... At least, especially compared to other games this season, I look at the offensive line, I look at Daniel Jones, I look at the defense, and it's not like uh, you had an awful game, at least for their standards. Uh, it, it wasn't a terrible game, except for the potential blown lead at the end in the closing uh, moments of the game. It was not a terrible performance overall, and we can move on to our next game here, which is uh, an interesting one. If you you ask me, uh, Christian McCaffrey returned the act to action for the Panthers, and they played their hearts out, uh, almost completing a fourth-quarter comeback, but in the end, losing to the unstoppable Kansas City Chiefs, 33-31. to What did you think of this game? Yeah, so this was an interesting game. Uh, the, uh, the Panthers basically, no, not basically, gave the Chiefs all they could handle, um, and maybe even a little bit more as... They had, they had a chance to win the game uh, with an, the Joey Sly 65-yard field goal uh, into the win, which didn't seem at all like it had a chance, and yet it, he put it on the distance. It was just miles to the right. Um, but still, so the Panthers had a chance to win. Not that they blew it by any stretch uh, of the imagination. Good game by the Panthers. Good, good rebound game, I guess. Uh, and the Chiefs look unstoppable, but they they really have lose losses to the Raiders, who granted actually seem like they are pretty good now and definitely a contender. Uh, maybe not a like contender to win it all in the AFC, playoff team. Playoff team potential. Yeah. Uh, on a uh, let me rephrase that statement. The Chiefs' offense is unstoppable, and I said this with the Jets game, not on air, because we never talk about the Jets. But uh, I said this during the game. Patrick Mahomes, most weeks there's some weeks where it's pretty flashy, but week after week he has like a quiet like 300 yard and four touchdowns. Like it's not as bold or flashy as. Other quarterbacks, and that's what I feel like makes him so good. Uh, Mahomes was great. Tyreek Hill was awesome. Travis Kelsey put up a light nine receptions for 150 yards uh, light. Uh, the defense, like I said, was shaky, but it, uh, I guess, closed out uh, at the end. Also, uh, one play I wanted to highlight. Panthers quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. It was fourth and 14 with, like, 10 minutes left. Uh, the Panthers, for some odd reason, decided to go for it from like their own 40. Teddy Bridgewater ends up scrambling out of the pocket and it diving into a pile of Chiefs defenders. Uh, got the first down. It was a nice effort play by him. Just wanted to shout him out for that. Uh, but who is your player of the game? Yeah, so my player of the game, I, I'm going to give it to Mahomes. 327... Sorry, 372 yards, four touchdowns, uh, 
30 for 45 uh, in the air. A really, really impressive performance by him. Um, I'm giving it to Mahomes. What do you think? Rob, shout out to Christian McCaffrey for not only saving my fantasy team, but looking like he's going to recover from this ankle injury just and, fine. However, now he is questionable, and after the game, his status was to was said to be, quote, very much in doubt by uh, Panthers coach Matt Rule as he suffered a bit of a rib contusion slash shoulder injury. Um, I'm not sure how those relate, but I guess it was just two separate injuries. But yeah, still, he had an awesome game. He made one sick catch in the fourth quarter. Uh, The player of the game for me is going to go to Mahomes as well. I think... Uh, Tyreek Hill gets an honorable mention because he played awesome. But Mahomes, I will give it to him. Um, yeah, we can move on to the next game. Now we have a few more games. Uh, these games will start, or I, I don't know, I phrased it like that. We will start with uh, a pretty interesting one. Uh, it was between, and it was hyped, I guess, a decent amount coming into it. Two-star quarterbacks in college, Kyler Murray and Tua Tugabailoa. I got it down. Uh, the Dolphins and the Cardinals, it did not disappoint. And now we, we got to the point, and I kind of want to have a discussion about this just brief, uh, maybe after we recap all the games with the Dolphins and the Cardinals. The Dolphins, with a, not a stunning win, but a stunning offensive performance, uh, Tua looked great, and they won 34-31. Now, this does not, or this isn't to underestimate how amazing Kyler Murray played with his feet through the air. Uh, in the end, what really killed them was one, um, a late missed field goal, but also uh, just not a good defensive performance, really from either teams, but particularly from the cards. Uh, what do you think of this game? Yeah, so really interesting game here. Uh, as you mentioned, the it, it was hyped up to be and, and delivered uh, a terrific quarterback matchup between, obviously, Tua and Kyler. Both of them played really good football. Uh, basically, just saying everything you said. Uh, both quarterbacks played really, really well. Defense was, for the most part, optional in this game. Um, the Cardinals offense looked electric, as they have in past weeks and, and basically throughout the season. Dolphins offense uh, looked really, really good. Uh, obviously led by Tua. Interesting game, fun to watch. Uh, and, and hopefully we get to see these two quarterbacks go at it uh, for, for the next decade or so. Yeah, I hope this is a, a preview of a potential like Super Bowl matchup or something. Uh, five years or three years or something down the road. Uh, these two guys, along with obviously Mahomes, uh, if Lamar gets his act together, Lamar and some other guys in the coming uh, coming years are, are the future of the NFL. Burrow, however, uh, you guys understand my point, and we can get uh, to the next game, which is an interesting one. It, it was an interesting one. The Chargers versus the Raiders. Uh, what did uh, the Raiders ended up because Justin Herbert, and it's not fully his fault, but it's mostly his fault. Uh, does not know how to win games yet. And and is it Herbert or is it the Chargers as a whole? Okay, so the Chargers as a whole are terrible, but you have to point to Herbert as having awesome or or good at least this game, but awesome against the Saints and the Chiefs. 
uh, and the Broncos' performances and a mixture of their defense and Herbert really not being able to perform late game. Uh, I have no doubt that he is a good, uh, especially for a rookie, maybe or great on a rookie scale of quarterbacks, but uh, this inability and the fact that the Chargers, who are a at least semi-talented team with a good quarterback, uh, good receivers, uh, good running back when healthy, granted he hasn't been, uh, two and six, and then for the Raiders, uh, they are really flying under the radar as not only a team that has beaten the Chiefs and the Saints, but a team that is also 5-3 and three in the process. Uh, there, you could point to games where, like, you shouldn't think the Raiders are a good team, like the drubbing against the Patriots, who are not a confident football team. But at the end of the day, the Raiders are looking like... Uh, if not a, a potential playoff team, maybe even a front runner to make the playoffs in the AFC. Yeah, and especially um, with the reports coming out today that the NFL could be looking to expand the playoffs um, with the potential that they would have to postpone more games. As we now had a, uh, I think it was up to a third uh, as a whole of the league. Um, this this week affected by COVID, either they had a player or a staff member or a coach uh, or a, a, somebody in the organization test positive, or um, or uh, have somebody you know yeah somebody in the organization um, test positive for COVID obviously. So um, it, I think we could very easily see. Um, we could very easily see games get postponed, and that's why they would potentially, uh, rather than making them up necessarily, just kind of, um, add in more playoff teams to give these guys a fair shot. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we can move on to the next game, which is the, um, the Cowboys versus the Steelers. Uh, so... Uh, th this game was not supposed to be a good one. We both projected them as major blowouts coming into uh, Sunday, and it was a game where the Cowboys, the debacle led by Garrett Gilbert, uh, didn't come out on top, but I don't say it with confidence that the Steelers team, if they even did outplay them, they looked terrible. Uh, and for not for the first time uh actually the like fifth time this season the Steelers have looked like either a not so good team at times or honestly getting outplayed by teams that are worse than them uh what did you think of this game okay so this was an interesting one for sure um do you? We can just move on to the player of the game. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this quite a bunch. I don't know. I guess I, I don't want to sit here and repeat you. So, uh, player of the game. It's not a clear one. Everyone, like I said, at least on the offensive end, looked kind of bad, and there wasn't a standout defend defender. Uh, so I will give it to Juju. Okay. Um. Yeah. Juju, I, I like that. Um, so, i probably going to give it to Big Ben here. Um, he, although he came out of the game for a brief moment and was in doubt to return with an injury, 
uh, he did end up returning to this game and uh, uh, play very well. So I'm going to give it to uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger. Uh-huh. Uh, so we can move on to the last game. It was not a good one, but it was worth talking about. Now, the Saints and the Buccaneers came in, and you picked the Saints to win. I picked the Bucs to win. You were uh, very correct. <laughs> I, to be honest, was not watching this game. I was watching The Office, but that's besides the point. I go on, it's like 7 nothing or something. I look back like 10 minutes later, and all of a sudden it's 28 to nothing. <laughs> like, what was going on? Uh, the Bucks D, who I referred to as the second best in the league on uh, uh, Friday, proved me very, very wrong. Uh, they looked awful. So, uh, I will uh, never say that again. But uh, the Saints offense looks solid. Michael Thomas returned, and he is fine. Uh, Antonio Brown kicked off his Buccaneers career, uh, might be his only one game Buccaneers career, you never know, uh, but he looked good, um, yeah, we can move on unless you have anything to say about this game, uh, to our player of the game. Yeah, so, this game was insane. The box, people were, you know... Are, are they a contender? You know, are they a contender? Are they potentially one of the best teams in the league? Um, look, they they really have not looked aside from the absolute dominance of the Green Bay Packers, have quite honestly not really looked all that great. Yeah, they snuck out one against the Chargers, where they may have gotten outplayed. They really snuck out one against the Giants where they did get outplayed and they got crushed by the Saints twice. Like yep. I, I fully agree. That being said, I did pick the Bucks to win and I felt with their defense that besides for a few slip ups at time has looked elite. It didn't step up. Brady really didn't step up. The not the running game, they only ran the ball five times, which is ridiculous. Uh it's actually an NFL record if uh, people were wondering. Uh, no team has ever ran it fewer, or, or five or fewer, but they set that on a record. Uh, but yeah, who is your player of the game? Okay, uh, I'm going to give the player of the game this week probably to Drew Brees. Four touchdowns, tough to beat. Um, I guess you could give it to, to somebody on the Saints defense. Uh, it's, you know, I guess... Uh, maybe somebody, uh, who, who had, you know, a couple of picks, Malcolm Jenkins had a pick, uh, Marcus Williams had a pick, so did, uh, Davey O, not even gonna try to that, say that last name, but anyway, um, Brady, quite honestly, just kind of looked lost out there, um, so I, I don't know whether it was just dominance by the Saints defense or a complete disaster with the Bucks offense, which it looked to be, uh, I'm going to give it to Breeze. Okay, I agree. Now, that wraps up, not this episode, because there was one brief thing I wanted to talk about. Now, it's not like I thought of this idea. They were talking about it on the Sunday night Bill Simmons podcast. Uh, shout out to him. Such an inspiration. Uh, but anyway... 
Uh, I it, they were talking about in the beginning. Now, granted, I only listened to like the first twenty minutes. Uh, how they fell or, or ranking teams in terms of comfortability in the AFC and the NFC. Now, I'm just gonna throw out a couple of names. Those names, uh, per se, or, or rank teams in terms of how comfortable you feel going into the playoffs or, or as playoff contenders uh, in the AFC. Okay. Uh, so. And the NFC, but we'll start with the AFC. Now, in the AFC, Chiefs won. Uh, yeah. There, you agree? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Chiefs won. I, if, comfort level, yeah, Chiefs won. Steelers do. Yep. Uh, uh, hard t- not a hard take here, but they've looked terrible, so I kind of hate to say it. The but Steelers? It's, I think the Ravens are three. Yeah, I think... I guess I just don't know who else you put ahead of them right. at this time. I mean, you... Lockdown defense. That's all they necessarily have for them. Yeah, but... Lamar really needs to turn around. And fast, yeah, I guess it's the, the Ravens kind of by default at this point. I really just don't know who you give it to. Um, I don't think you're ranking someone like the Bills or the... Definitely not the Dolphins. But Titans. Like, Titans. Somebody like, that. somebody like that over the Ravens at this point. I'll put the Ravens at three as well. Now, what was interesting is uh, it was Bill, it was Cousin Sal, and it was Joe House. Uh, they, for some reason, like the Dolphins at four. And I, I just don't understand that, but who would your four be? Not the Dolphins. I'd go with the Titans. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'd probably go with the Titans as well. I think Tannehill isn't the most trustworthy and I, I think if we're saying like a quarterback I trust Allen more but that defense is shaky and the Titans defense is shaky as well but what it comes down to is the Titans have Derrick Henry and I think that what sort of es- elevates the ranking uh who would be your five okay so this is where it gets interesting for me I think this is where we bring in the AFC East teams either your choice of the Bills and the Dolphins now I think I might go with the Dolphins here. The Bills have really not looked all that great other than their terrific start to the year, which seems to have and, fallen and off. On. What? And the game on Sunday. Yes. Um, yeah, really, and the game on Sunday. But they base, they should have lost to the uh, Patriots if it weren't for Cam Newton deciding to let go of the ball when they were inside the 20-yard line with like a minute to go, or, or less than a minute to go. And the Rams game, where and, if yeah. it wasn't for one of the worst pass interference calls I've ever seen, that doesn't get called either. Yep. So the Bills are not deserving necessarily so far of this AFC title, except I still trust Josh Allen more than Tua Tagovailoa, and, and that's all that it needs to be. Defenses aren't ideal, rest of the offenses aren't ideal, but Allen is good, so Bills would be my five. I assume Bills are your six then? Yeah, Bills are my six. I got Dolphins at the five. And then who do we have at seven, which as of right now is the final playoff spot. But as I mentioned previously in the episode, we could be seeing that change. Uh, hard take. Not, maybe not hard, but I'm going to put the Raiders at six. Uh, w- two reasons. Uh, one, they're... They've like stepped up sort of late game more than I've seen the Dolphins, except for I guess the Dolphins on Sunday, but the Raiders did the same. Also, the Raiders beat the Chiefs, and that's enough right now. Uh, Jacobs 
is the most trustworthy player probably on the field. Even though he's been shaky in terms of fantasy, he's been pretty good. Uh, he scored a touchdown. And then that offense has surprisingly looked pretty confident under Derek Carr, except for that Browns game. Uh, and then my seventh is the Dolphins. I trust them more than the Browns, but it's not. No, I definitely trust them more than the Browns. Yeah, um, comfort level for sure. The Raiders over uh, the Browns would probably be the next team that I would put in there at this point. Um, I don't trust the Browns in any uh, facet of the game. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Raiders here. Uh, so that's my RASC. We can move on now to the NFC. Also, just an honorable mention, I surprisingly would not have the Browns at 8th. And then although I think if there is a playoff, 17 playoffs, the Browns will be the 8th seed just because they had a very good start. Uh, there's also the Colts, who I, I just don't like the Colts. Rivers yeah. is awful late game, that's enough said. Mm -hmm. uh, they also lost to the Jaguars. Enough said. Uh, my eight would surprisingly, just in terms of comfortability, would be the Denver Broncos. Now, it's it's a bit weird, but the Broncos, if you really think about it, they played both the Titans and the Steelers very close. Uh, most teams cannot say that. I actually feel kind of comfortable with Drew Locke, at least at times. He looked decent in the Falcons game and, and pretty good against the Chargers. But uh, we can move on to the NFC. Who would be your number one in the NFC? Yeah. Uh, my number one in the NFC is really a close one. It, it, it might it be really like a five-team race. Um, so, I think he did not play well on Sunday. I think I'm going to give it to the Seahawks. As far as comfort level, I think I feel more confident in the Seahawks than I do in, say, the Packers or the Saints at this point. Uh, I also think, although, just because of how good Kyler Murray is, I think the Cardinals, Cardinals are Cardinals could, yep. Uh, it might be a bit of a stretch, but the Bucs, I know their performance is terrible, but they still have Tom Brady, and I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say it. They do have a good defense, despite um, their performance on uh, Sunday, but my number one, I think I'd give it to the Packers. Now, I know Aaron Rodgers had, was not particularly great in the NFC Championship last year, but before, and, and I know he only has one Super Bowl championship, but... I think I'm going to say the Packers. Uh, the Seahawks defense is so shaky. I just don't trust them at all. The Packers defense at least looks solid. So the Packers are my number one. Uh, who is your number two? Yeah, number two for me is the Packers. Um, yeah, like you said, I feel comfortable with Aaron Rodgers. Don't necessarily feel completely comfortable with that defense. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going Packers at two. Uh, for me too... Um, I'm going to go the, the Saints. Uh, before uh, the complete annihilation by the Bills, uh, I kind of thought this offense was at least most games invincible. Uh, it looked, mostly Russell looked very shaky. Uh, and the Saints defense, uh, there, except for the Raiders game where it did not look good, hasn't really had any games where I'm like, oh, these guys suck. Uh, so I think the Saints would be my number two. Uh, number three for you, I assume, would be the Saints. Yep. And then my number three would be the Seahawks. Uh, and then I guess it starts to get even more interesting because it gets to the teams that weren't necessarily expected to be as good in the preseason. Who is your number four? Yeah, so 
as you mentioned, this is where it gets really, really tight at number four. Um, coming into the week, I would have said Bucks, or I, I put, I probably would have put the Bucks over the Saints. And then Sunday Night Football happened, which we obviously talked about earlier. Um, so, I mean, you kind of, you know, you kind of go through the through the divisions here. I, I don't think we rank anybody in the NFC East as far as comfort rank level. Uh, in in these seven teams here, um, and, and then you look at uh, you know the the NFC North, uh, Vikings and Lions uh, really don't seem to uh, have any interest in making the playoffs, nor do the Bears. Um, you move on to the NFC South. You have the Panthers, who just gave uh, the Chiefs all they could handle. Uh, as we talked about previously, you have the Bucks, you have the Saints, um, and then you move on to the NFC West, where you have uh, the Seahawks, obviously, uh, you have the Cardinals, you have the Rams, you have the 49ers, um, all in that competitive division. Um, I'm going to go with the Cardinals here. Uh, I, 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 I like Kyler Murray. Um, I like what Cliff Kingsbury is doing there with the air raid offense. Um, and really, I think as you saw on Sunday, is really the biggest thing with this offense is that they can really get it from anybody at this point. Uh, for most of the year, it has been Hopkins. Um, you know, and then uh, on Sunday, we saw it be Christian Kirk and kind of saw Hopkins disappear for the most part. Uh, didn't even get a single target, only got a grand total of two targets the entire first half. Um, so. Uh, and then, you know, you see, you know, Fitz, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, you know, won't have these big games like we've seen out of Hopkins or, or Kirk, um, but he can, he's still a reliable option, and then Drake when he's not injured, and then Edmonds at this point, uh, when he, or now, because Drake is hurt, um, so I'm going Cardinals at four after that lengthy response. Yeah, I, I'll keep it short, uh, I... I think the Cardinals have the slightest argument uh, for number one, and that's only because we kind of know it's up. Uh, we know they have a shaky defense and a great offense. Where the Seahawks, uh, their defense may be able to reach unprecedented levels uh, for how bad your defense could possibly be. Uh, the Saints for Reese is a bit, he's okay, but he's not great anymore. And then Aaron Rodgers, tends to not be so good in big games. Um, but yeah, I, I think the Cardinals are a, a... We know what they are at this point. Maybe not as a playoff team, but at least as a regular season team. So I'm going to have the Cardinals at four. Alright, and who are you going with at five? Uh, I think it's the Bucks at this point. Yeah. Uh, had the Bucks came out and played a solid performance at against the Saints, uh, I probably would have put them at one. Uh, honestly, but they lost 38-3, to and they didn't even look rem – no one on their team looked remotely good. So, that is why the Bucs fall all the way to five. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going Bucks two. Um, yeah, so Bucks two as my five. Now for six, is this where we see some NFC East teams maybe enter no. the rankings or not? No. Uh, <laughs> it's the Rams. I don't love the Rams. I really don't love Jared Goff, but they look pretty solid. Most of the time, granted, it was not against the Dolphins, um, 
but they look like a, a good team most of the time, so I think I'm going to have the Dolphins at six. Yeah. Um, or the Rams, sorry. Yeah. I, I uh, I'm going Rams uh, at six here as well. And then the final spot, the NFC East, number seven. Who are we going with at number seven? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw one out here. Number seven, the New York Giants. Now, before anyone makes an argument, just think about it for a second. The Giants wouldn't currently be in the lead of the division, but they would have been a half a game out of the division if it wasn't for a late-game collapse against the Eagles. If it wasn't for a late-game collapse against the Cowboys, they'd be winning the division. Uh, if Daniel Johnson throw 30 interceptions down the stretch, well, actually only one, but big interception down the stretch, they probably could have beaten the Rams. If their offense was even semi-confident, uh, they could have beaten the Bears, but... It's none of those things, uh, so they're two and seven. Uh, but yeah, I honestly think the Giants are the best team in this division. It's just the fact that they cannot put it together in the fourth quarter, yeah. and their defense is crashed. So I have the Giants at seven. So I think the biggest thing, and and I'm with you that you know they could easily have easily have a much better record than this if if they just decide to 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 close uh, even you know just one of these games at this point. Um, I think the biggest thing, though, is I, I, I really don't know where my confidence level stands with this offense without Saquon Barkley and with Daniel Jones, the turnover machine. Um, so I think if we're going confidence level, I don't really have that much confidence in the Giants to deliver at this point. I agree that they could very easily be the best team in this division and could be leading this division if it weren't for obvious... Late game woes and, and, and late game uh, uh, just just choke jobs. Uh, so I think instead of the Giants, I'm going to give it to the Eagles at my never at my number seven. Uh, and yeah, that brings this episode to a close. A uh, lot of NFL talk and some golf talk at the end. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, we will be back on. Friday to give you our football predictions for this weekend as always so uh, we hope to see you then and we will talk to you next time